Hello beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks, I hope you are all well. Today we have the lovely James on the podcast from Nail in the Coffin underscore nails by James. I'll pop his link in the show notes, but I absolutely fell in love with his whole vibe when I first came across him on social media and I'm so excited to share this episode with you. Grab yourself a cup of tea and if you do enjoy it, please take a screenshot and share it to your stories and tag us and if you do have 10 minutes spare not even that I think it only takes like two minutes please please leave the podcast a review if you do enjoy listening it just helps me get the word out there about this podcast even more I absolutely love doing this I absolutely love speaking to our guests and I really hope you enjoy this next episode In this episode, James touches on the importance of being you. And I really think this is such a special part of the podcast and something that we all need reminding in every now and again. It's so easy to see other people doing things online and thinking, okay, maybe from a bit more like that, that will help. Or if I do things a little bit more like this, that will help. But really and truly, the only way to shine is to be your authentic self. I love that he said this. Anyway, Let's get into the episode, but before we do, I just want to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Professional Beauty. So there are less than four weeks to go until Pro Beauty North takes place on the 24th and 25th of September 2023 at Manchester Central and welcomes all beauty, spa and nail professionals to the show over the age of 14. Everyone is welcome, both established and those looking to join the industry. Entrance is free if you register online. So the link for that is in the description note of this podcast. So go and register there for free to get your entry for free. I had so much fun earlier this year at Pro Beauty London, showing you all how to achieve some of the hottest nail trends of 2023. And although I won't be able to make it to the Pro Beauty North this year, there are some incredible nail techs who will be there. So the incredible Kirsty Meekin will be kicking off the Trends and Techniques stage, hosting her iconic Learner Skills session at 11am on Sunday the 24th. Following Kirsty will be the Jellish Educators, Amy Martin and Jenny Hessian who will be hosting a full cover tips masterclass and then the gorgeous Meta Francis will be showing you how to achieve the perfect prep and repair for every nail type. On Sunday the 25th don't miss the wonderful Joanna Tompkins of the Nail Tech Tribe and she will be teaching you how to earn a thousand pounds a week as a self-employed nail tech. Sessions are five pounds but only two pound fifty with my exclusive Clorgasmic code which is CLAW50 that is C-L-A- W50. Pro Beauty is a great event for nail techs because you can get amazing discounts from your favourite brands, meet your nail heroes and make invaluable connections within the industry. Nail exhibitor stands I wouldn't miss include Lacente, Glitter Bells, Wow Boa Nails, Jellish, Morgan Taylor and Glossify. Once registered to Pro Beauty's event platform Show Hub, you can search the brands, their latest launches and the special offers that you'll be able to access at the show. There's nothing better than choosing new shades in person or getting expert advice from the brands on how to use the products while watching live demos and tutorials. The prestigious Pro Beauty nail competitions are also back, hosted by the FNP with categories for everyone from classic manicure to the themed category catwalk showcase judges include alex fox hazel dixon and the one and only kirsty meekin again click the link in the show notes to enter the competitions are a great way to push yourself and learn from multi-award winning nail techs 
as well as giving you the opportunity to get your name out there. New this year, Pro Beauty will be showcasing all the entries for the Instagram nail photo competition in the gallery at PB North. Competition entrance fee for students is just £20 and £35 for professionals. Download the Show Hub app to have all the latest information about the show at your fingertips. I hope you have the best time to every single person who goes. It really is an incredible, incredible event. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. And remember, if you're in nail tech and you want help building and growing your business, your skills or your confidence, please, please check out www.clogasmic.com. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Clogasmic Nail Tech Talks. Today, we have the lovely James on the podcast. Now, I've got to thank the Instagram gods for this because I 100% found James through Instagram. I remember finding your content and seeing it and thinking, oh my gosh, amazing. So for people who do not yet know who you are, please just let a rundown, give us a rundown, sorry, of who you are and where you are from. Well, um, so I'm James and I'm from Peterborough. Um, most people have no idea where that is. Um, so I'm like an hour away from London, basically. Um, yeah, I've done nails for about two and a half, maybe three years now. And yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. How did you get into it? Like what what was the thing that drew you to the career? Um, well, I didn't want to do nails initially. Um, so I've worked for vets for like 10 years, well, maybe even longer now. Um, and I always just go out for like dinner with my friends, like, oh, I want to do something like creative, but I don't know what, because I can't draw, I can't really do anything. So, um, and then one of my friends was like, oh, why don't you do nails? And I was like, really? And I thought, no, I want to do barbering, let's do barbering. I thought, oh, it's a bit more boyish, isn't it? But I couldn't find anywhere, like, to do a course while still having to like make a full time wage. So I thought, let's give this nails thing a go. And first of all, it was a lot harder than what I thought it was going to be. And it's gone really well. <laughs> so I'm glad she kind of pushed me into it, to be honest. Yeah, that's so, so good. Well, you are super creative because you are amazing at all the nail art and stuff. And your page, like you do so many different things, so many different kinds of vibes and colours and all sorts of bits like that. But I love that story. I love that you kind of just stumbled across it and then fell in love with it. Yeah, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like when I was really young, I wanted to be like a tattooist but you know I can't clone lines so ain't gonna happen <laughs> um, and then I just started I fell into a job at the vets and just plodded along for god knows how long and just got in a bit of a rut really so I'm still at the vets now but I'm, I'm there two days a week now rather than full time um so hopefully maybe Christmas New Year I'll totally leave yeah um, but I really want a Christmas party, so I'm going to hang out for that. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I know exactly what you mean, because I remember when I first went self-employed, I was so devo that I didn't get a Christmas. That was like my thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so gutted that like I don't have a Christmas party now because my Christmas parties in the salon were always epic. So I'm with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't working. I'm always like, oh, we should go out and do something. But it never happens because everyone's like, well, downstairs is like a private dentist, but upstairs is like, oh, individual like businesses and everyone has the intention of doing something but you never do how you see each other and then passenger on the corridor but maybe one day we'll... <laughs> yeah absolutely you have to like set that date in yeah no I'm with you totally so was it always a dream of yours 
to work for yourself in some kind of way? Like when you stumbled across the nails and you did your training, were you instantly like, right, I'm going to try and just work for myself? Or did you ever think I'm going to go and work for someone doing it? Um, well, before I done got into nails, I never thought about working for myself because I always feel like at school you always taught it's not for everyone and it's not and you finish school and you just go to work for someone else and then when I started thinking I wanted to do something more creative um I didn't even think about working for myself to be honest I didn't even know where it was going to take me um but like I don't think now I'd like to work for someone else yeah like and I'll work for someone else a couple of days a week but it's not the same and since working for myself more or less full time like I don't know something about someone telling me what to do I don't like it now yeah um, <laughs> hey it's my rules whereas working for someone else I've I've almost got to like behave and like if I lose lose my temper it kind of matters more whereas if it's happening to me working for myself if something goes wrong no one's gonna tell me off (laughs) (laughs) I do know what you mean there's that really special thing about working for yourself I remember for me the biggest thing was like not feeling like I had to fit to someone else's time schedule so obviously like the time slots that I had to fit into when I was employed were the time slots that my manager put on that an overlay should take me this long and then infills should take me this long and a French should take me this long whereas like now and before, when I first opened my studio, I was like, oh, my gosh, I love that I'm in charge of my time. It was like the time thing that I could be like, no, I'm going to take this long. Yeah, I don't I don't know how people, people do it. If someone told me I had so much time to do something, I know I'd mess it up. This is but it. I, in which time, just just in case. Yeah. That means I've got time for a brew. <laughs> Exactly. And that's that, you know, that's how it should be as well. I feel like you always do your best work when you're like not under pressure and you're not stressing about. So what are your top three tools or products that you couldn't live without? Um, I think my phone. I think that counts, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. without it, I wouldn't have anything like that's how I get all my business pretty much through my phone. Um, um, even though. Like it's annoying sometimes, like having having the phone constantly going, but it's just knowing to like put it down and ignore it after a certain time. Mm. Not that I do. I need to. <laughs> um, and then probably just my like my like navy tools because they come in handy. I use them every day, um, and they last. So them, and as well like a decent hand cream because. Mm. No, like everyone's always like that's about the cuticle oil. Well, I think if your hands are a bit rank, it doesn't really matter about your nails, does it? <laughs> <laughs> so true. So, what are your faves with hand cream? Like, what are your go tos? Um, my favorite is the uh, the uh, the Essop hand balm. Nice. I'll have to try that. I've not tried like, it. A little bit, like a little bit goes a long way. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a bit pricey. I was like, oh god, but. I ordered it and I love it. It's so nice because it's um I can't remember which one, the scent the one that I've got at the minute. It's like in like a I don't know, it's like a, I'm looking at it, it's like a beige tube. Um it's really nice because it's not too like feminine like the scent and it's not too masculine. I don't even know how you describe it to be honest. Um but it's really nice and it's like it suits pretty much anyone. Yeah. Oh, so. I'd love to try that because I'm loving all the like 
hand cream, hand care, I should say, should not hand care side of things now. Like I've, I'm loving getting a little collection of things like that. I feel like it's up there with like doing my face routine now. Like I've always done that and probably neglected my hands before like content was a thing. Like my nails were done. Like you said, like my nails would be done, but I was never one of these people who really thought about hand cream and things like that. But now I'm like, it's really hard to find one. It isn't like really like claggy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That one, it's really nice. Although, you know, as soon as you get a new one, it becomes your new favourite, doesn't it? Yeah. And then goodbye to that one. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, so what are your favourite products at the moment? Obviously, I know we've spoken about like uh, hand care, but like nail products. What are your like go-tos that you use at the moment? Um, do you mean like what, like like gels and stuff or um so i mainly use bio so mm-hmm. my go-to base is probably their contour base just because it's, it's really hard wearing so i really like that um can be a bit of pain to take off but it's fine i'd rather it lasts so yeah. are we like talking colors and stuff as well or yeah all of it tell us everything what are your favorites uh, so my favourites would be like, like so buy a pot, uh, rose. I love it. I go through so much for it. I've got an empty pot over there because now I remember I need to move one actually. <laughs> and then um, like the Evo Luca, I love it. It's so I love it. It's great. It, I think it's great for like especially guys where it's there's almost there's something there, but it's almost like there's nothing there, and I like it. It's enough just to mask any like imperfections. I love it. Nice. <laughs> Do you know, I'm so all about these kind of shades at the moment. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I used to be such a like bold, wild, especially with my nails. Like, I'd say like clothes wise, I'm very like I stick to the same kind of palettes. I love. I'll always be in black, white, some denim, some neutral tones. That's kind of me, really. Other than my pajamas, they're a bit rogue. But like day to day, that's kind of my color palette. And then my nails would be like full on glitter like any any color any color except green I don't like green on me but now I'm like all about like the Luca the shears I feel like people people assume that I would have like always have over the top nails and stuff but I love or or, or I love doing like over the top nails but generally I love doing just like like a nude or a gold cuff or a skinny French but it's very rare so as soon as I get it I'm like yes I'll take it and then there's like been like me and all my friends if they see anyone have like a nude now with a gold cuff they all think i forced it on them because <laughs> i love doing it, but not many people want it like people tend to come for nail art and i just i love just like a plain nude now especially like a short square nude now i love it yeah honest i'm with you i feel like there's a proper like wave of that at the moment. especially with this flipping uk weather that we're having like this is not inspiring <laughs> me to get the neons out no it's so weird like I walked into work at like seven o'clock this morning and it was chucking it down and now the sun's out. You can't win. I love I love autumn, so I'm ready for I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Like an autumn person. But I'm with you now with the autumn things. I'm here for it. I'm here. and even like maybe I'll change once that comes because I do love like a burnt orange, like kind of nail colour, the deep reds, the plummy tones. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm with you. Um so if you had to wear one plain colour for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Uh, so it would be Luca. Yeah. Right? But a bit more exciting than probably um, just because it's, it's like, it's very dark. Mm. and But it's got like a shit, like a shit, like a colour shift to it. Really Sorry, nice. was that called again? I think we cut out a minute there. I think it's Jupiter. 
Jupiter. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm gonna be a bit more out there. I'll have that. But if I want something a bit more subtle, then definitely Luca. So either or, I'll be good. I'll be happy. Nice. <laughs> but... nice. <laughs> and what does an average day look like for you then? Oh uh, god. So I'll get up. I'll sort the dogs out. Um. I've got three of them. Uh, <laughs> and then usually one of them will come to work with me. Um, she's not with me today, but uh, so she'll normally come to work. And I'll see a couple of clients. Then I'll walk, walk, take her for a walk and grab some lunch, see a few more clients. Um, then I'll go home and just chill. So it's usually, it sounds really chill, to be honest, because I, I don't try, I try not to book loads of people in because. I don't I, if I wanted to be like stressed, I'd, I'd be working with someone else all the time, wouldn't I? Mm. Rather like take it easy. Um, no, I can do it without running over because that, that's something I'd hate. I'd hate to run over and like have someone like banging on my door. Mm. But then I know I'd just mess up then and not have time to like clean down or go for a wee or have a brew before the next person because mm. then I'd, I know I'd mess up. Yeah. No, but I think you've said something really like important there because it's so true. Like you don't take on the what's the word? The weight. I want to say the weight. I know like that's probably like a really exaggerated word, but you know what I mean? You don't take the responsibility. That's the word I'm thinking. You don't take the responsibility of working for yourself to then end up more stressed than you would be in any other situation. Like you have to manage it so that you enjoy it. Isn't it though? Like people message you late at night and you think because you see it, you feel like you've got to respond to it. But it's but and then you kind of get a bit aggy. Like people messaging you at like midnight, but they're not expecting a reply. But most of them probably aren't. They most decent people will think, oh, I'll message them now while it's in my head. But then because you see it, you think oh, I've got to reply. But they'll more than happy to wait till tomorrow morning. A hundred percent. Preach, preach, preach. Um, so actually, no, I need to know about these dogs. You have three. What are they and what are they called? I've got a chow chow called Margaret. Uh, <laughs> she's a bit of an old bird now. I think she's like, especially pushing 10. So she's uh, an old lady now. So she's not really, and she's grumpy. So she doesn't really like to do much. Um, I've got a little sausage dog called Wilbur. Um, like, if anyone tells you they're, they're calm, they're not. So I don't recommend getting one. <laughs> <laughs> then I've got a little Frenchie called Doris, and she's the one who comes to work for me a lot. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that you have a dog called Margaret. That's the cutest thing. <laughs> I love giving them like old people names. <laughs> I love that. So here for that. Oh my God, that's so cute. When I very first started, well, I was still at college and I was apprentice. I was an apprentice doing like work experience in the salon and they had a dog called Lionel. And I just thought <laughs> that was the best name I'd ever heard for a dog. I feel like Margaret's up there with Lionel now. I feel like I need a Margaret and a Lionel in my life. <laughs> I, do, I do like um having a hair like start with i was always worried what clients would think about having a dog hair and i just thought well stuff it like she's it's like a separate room where she's doing my head in she's got like a bedroom and she can go there but most of the time she just like lays at people's feet and i understand if someone messaged me and said they're allergic is that day she's not in that's fine but if someone just didn't like dogs and they can go somewhere else like, but- like but i work for myself in that so it's my rule Absolutely. I'm clapping. I'm like air clapping over here, guys. You can't see. And I won't do it in the cam- in the microphone, so I don't deafen everyone. Um, 
what advice would you give to a nail tech? Say they're struggling, because we all know, like, obviously with this podcast, the whole point is to just kind of unite us all and kind of put a little bit of, like, human back out there, because I love Instagram, I love all the, like, flawlessness and all of this stuff, but, you know, working for yourself can be really tough. So if you were speaking to somebody now who's listening, who's struggling with building their own brand, what would you say to them or what piece of advice could you give them that's helped you? Um, I reckon just be yourself because like I hear it all the time when you, when you go to like say different events, whatever, people always want to be the next, whoever's popular at the time. And I just think if you're trying to be the next Lem, it's exhausting mm-hmm. because you're trying to replicate someone else and you're always going to be a step behind them anyway because they've already done it. And that's when you get yourself all run down. Because like I say, it's, it's exhausting pretending to be someone you're not. And surely it's better to be the first you than the next someone else, isn't it? So I think, I mean, that's the best thing. Because I remember when I first started, um, it wasn't great. I got a lot of stick off people. So I would like change. And then it was weird. Like one day I just walked into work and I was like, oh, it's not me. And I noticed things were things changed and things got a bit more like muted and like plain and, and all, all this, right? And then one day I, like I, said, I walked in and I thought, oh, this isn't me anymore. And I didn't realise I'd let other people like kind of like, you know, like beat you down and mm-hmm. take bar. So then I just thought, oh, stuff it. And I just went, realised and I just went back to what I like. And since I've done that, things have all picked up. Um, the people who have been like arseholes have shut up and gone their own way now. So, yeah, I think just be yourself really then. <laughs> I love that message. And it's so, so true. I was literally reading um, a kid's book to Kingsley this morning. It's called it's called Everybody's Different. So it's, you know, it is what it says on the tin, right? And when I finished it, I thought, do you know what? This has got some one-liners that I think adults need. Like, we all need to reread some of these books because it was literally saying things like, if we were all the same, how do we know who's who? Like, you have to just embrace who you are in in every single way that that is. So love that online and for example uh, some pictures like some nail pictures and because most people have their own style so you can kind of you know, sometimes you see a picture oh no that's so and so's but sometimes it, it just looks like a copy it could be anything or anyone's i just think sometimes people i think are too scared to like show the personality because they want to fit this like perfect mold which doesn't exist anyway because then I suppose, in the hopes that they'll get picked up by the brands that have picked up whoever that they're trying to, like, be like. But if you're yourself, at least you'll attract the brands who actually care, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, like, kind of, like, back to... I don't even think I've ever had this conversation with you because we've spoken a little bit online before, haven't we? We met at the Niche Nail Network, like, really quickly, like, had a little squeeze as, like, like, we were queuing and, like, moving around. Um, but I remember that. I remember like scrolling through. I don't know whether it was on on stories or whether someone shared your story or whether it was literally on my feed or whatever. But I came across you on social media and instantly I was like, oh, my gosh, like, who is this? So cool. It <laughs> works. So cool. Like your whole vibe, how you are and how you put yourself out there and your chatty stories. And then I think it was some of your 
you are on TikTok as well, aren't you? Some of your TikToks as well, I think. And I was giggling along some of your TikToks because you do like funny little stories in there and really put your personality out there. And it's so true, like what you're saying, like that is how you connect with people. I feel like you're more likely to do like a deep dive into someone's profile if they're showing you themselves than if you're seeing, um, what's the word, like a kind of, non-personality picture or a non-personality reel yeah because i think a lot of like pages i think people are more and more aware now that people invest in the person as well as the work and i think if someone's page is essentially like a nail graveyard it's a bit it's a bit boring isn't it and so that's why like i'll always try and like put myself out there on my stories or even when i message people i'm lazy so i do voice notes as well but i think it means more doing a voice note to someone because then they hear that you're a real person and they feel like they get to know you because they hear your voice. And I think it works with like other texts because it makes you like get like closer to them and then and potential clients. because they'll see you like having a laugh in your story or a video of you talking all this stuff. And especially if they're coming like here, it's like just me and them. So it can be quite intimidating just seeing someone for the first time and then you're like cooped up with them for a couple of hours. So they feel like they, they know who you are already or know something about you. And then they can get the idea whether they're going to vibe with you or not. I think mean, I mean, putting yourself out there helps in all aspects, like, say, with clients and other techs. Yeah, love that. Such good advice. Um, so what do you love about the nail industry? Uh, I, mean, I know I said to start off with people kind of mean to me, but now what I like is how, how nice everyone seems to be now. I feel like the cattiness has, like, died off, like, I feel like a few years ago it was it was like the norm, but I feel like since COVID, like everything has started to be more like friendly and everyone's kind of like in it together, if that makes sense. And um, yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like since then I think people are just more open and realise that not everyone's competition. Yeah, definitely. like. Even if someone is, I guess, so, well, you know, competition, you can still be friends. Like, because who knows? Like, someone down the road, I might need a favour for them in a year's time. A hundred percent. I'm so sorry that it was like that for you at the beginning, because I think that's really, that's really sad. Because if you didn't have the passion to do what you wanted to do, that could have put you off of something that you absolutely now love and you, yeah. you live and you love your everyday. So I'm so happy that you kept going. Yeah, because it was, it was, I don't know, it was, it was weird because it was like it was things I'd hear from other people, and then oh, I got a lot of stick. It was because um, it was not long after I qualified and I was in scratch. I got a lot of stick for that off like local people. Um, I mean, a lot of them were nice, but and it was after that, and I was like, oh god, and I thought I don't know what to do now, and then I just like ignored it because I thought if I come out shouting at people, they'll be like, oh, I see. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? I always think that we're like, A, everyone had to start at the beginning. Every yeah. single person, like all of us had to start at the beginning. And the fact that you're getting featured is because you're epic and you're doing something amazing and people are seeing something in you and what you're doing and what you're creating. So, yeah, there's no need for any of that. I'm happy that you pushed past it. <laughs> so happy. So is there anything you would change? Um, what has changed? 
don't know, I was thinking about this because I was like, I don't know what. Um, maybe, like, oh, I don't know. I think, if, I think if anything wants to change, I think it'd just be, like, um, you know, like the events and stuff, because they're all, they're always, like, they're always in London, so I'd like them to be more, like, scattered about, because that way, because that way then as well, you'd meet more people, and I ain't got a problem travelling, I like a road trip, so, I mean, if it's in London, it's easy for me to get to, but, then you, you bump into the same people, don't you? Whereas, I don't know, if it was like, I don't know, in Yorkshire, you'd meet more people. And so it helps everyone. So I think, like, if the events were more widespread, so you meet more people. And if they're a bit more frequent, because it tends to be there's nothing, and then it's all at once. So you, you can either attend one and you've got to miss two others or something. Or the thing I would check people's, like, perception of, like, nail techs. Like, not necessarily people in the beauty industry, but, you know, like the average person like they'll hold like other people in the beauty industry to like uh, like like they're gods but then because you do nails it's always ah you do nails that's cute yeah. and ah, let's do that because it means more <laughs> <laughs> no i like both of them though i love a little road trip as well so i'm with you on that um and yeah i love that too i feel like we need to like kick cute to the curb because yeah i don't know what it is because it's just as hard to do nails as it is to do lashes and stuff. And there's 10. 10 nails you've got to do. Like, and I don't know what it's about it. I think it's because, um, I get. I think it's because you can, like, pop to boots and just get some whack it on. Won't be great, but you can whack it on. So I think that's why people kind of, like, devalue it. Or even that they don't realise actually what goes into it. Like, the prep and all the, all the little extras. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I feel like we need to wave the nail tech flag a bit, bit louder, a bit, bit more. Um, so who are some of your inspirations? Who inspires you? It doesn't have to be anyone in the nail world, but it can be, or it could be someone more in your personal life. But who are your inspirations? Um, I think I'd say mainly it's going to be like my friends who are in the industry. So like, like Alex, I think he's great. Um, he's really good for like, he, cause we like chatting, he like helps me like if I'm feeling crap and i'll just like send my voice now and i know and so he's like helps you like, uplift you so that's great and i just think he's like come so far so in such a short amount of time so i think that's i think he's doing great and then um my friend d like so um she's in the cuticle oil yes i think i think it's amazing that I managed to do that like and I was so annoyed because I, I missed out on getting some. So as soon as it's back, I'm going to be getting some. <laughs> but yeah, they're, I think they're great people. They're so nice. And I know that they're only the other end of the phone. Uh, and I think it's that. That's, it means like a lot. So I think them too. They, I think they're great. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, they're both so lovely, honestly. I love, love, love that you've said that. Um. And what are your top tips for anybody who wants to start out in the industry? Say somebody's out there now and they're thinking about it, but they've not taken the plunge yet. What would you say to them? Um, I'd say don't wait until you're in your 30s like me. So just do it. Because um, I wish I did it 10, 15 years ago. Because I think the older you get, the harder it is to uh, make the transition because you've got more responsibilities, haven't you? But I just think go for it. And because if it's not for you, all it's done is it's just cost you some money. 
isn't it? That's all it is. And it's better to have lost out and what a few hundred quid to let rather than sitting there thinking, oh, what if and like basically plodding along doing something that you hate in the office or something. So I just think go for it. Love that. So, so good. And what do you wish you knew before you started out? If you could go back and tell yourself something on the first day of your training, what would you say? That I don't need everything. <laughs> Like I've I've got drawers like in the other room, I've got drawers full of stuff right from the day I got my my first course that uh, it's st- still not seen daylight like like gems and stuff I hate them I hate gems but why have I got a drawer full of them I've got probably like hundreds of them but I don't think I, I think I'm not going to find way because what if it comes full like full circle and I think oh I like them now but it's not happened in like three years. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's cost me like a small fortune. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think like I ordered when I first started. I thought I needed every color, I needed every brush, I needed every tool, I needed everything. But you don't. Mm-hmm. Like you could probably start off, I reckon, with what like three or four core colors. I think as long as you've got a, what a nude, a red, a black, and I guess a white, you can do anything. And if you want glitters, just get a silver and a gold you're good aren't you and that's pretty much all you need like don't don't be you don't spend like a grand on all these colors like some of them probably never been opened you know it's so so true and i remember when i had my salon and i went through the stage of every time so i used mainly biosculpture love them love them always recommend their training an incredible brand but every time they'd release new colors and they only had the pot system at the time didn't have the evo system out then i would buy all of them just all i'd be like okay i need them all and then I'd always end up with the same, for me, like my clientele, I did, they weren't really into blues. They weren't really into greens, but I'd always buy the blues and the greens. And then I'd have pots and pots of blues and greens. And then I'd be trying to wear blues and greens, trying to encourage people to have blues and greens. And then one month I thought, just stop buying the blues and the greens, Chantel. Like you've got two, like you've got a couple of blues, a couple of greens. You probably don't need more if you're struggling to get people to have these ones and it's like that whole realization isn't it all of a sudden you think no i need to actually think what do i need and what am i going to use yeah and it's like i had to be able to stop buying stuff that i liked because other people don't like it <laughs> like I, that's, I thought it was really cool but the clients don't want it so it's just festering in my drawers <laughs> i was so like that with glitter like even still now like that's my thing like especially at christmas i'm like oh well let's just get every <laughs> They're just here and if I'm honest I very rarely use glitter so I'm just like why have I got it well, well I've got awesome. and you can put it all on me <laughs> so much and I'll go through phrases you know you just see it and you think oh it's just a few quid here a few quid there and then when it arrives like the jaw won't close <laughs> I don't know I think every now and then I'm like actually so like, I use glitter today never mind <laughs> no I know exactly what you mean that's a good advice good advice and what are your goals for the future anything you're happy to share with us what would you like to do well I'm, I'm doing my like, educator course at the minute so I'm about halfway through I mean at the minute I don't want to teach people from scratch I'm just doing it because I like I want to if people want to like help with like prep and stuff like that at least I've got that behind me so I've done this right um so that's that's more for maybe in the future if I want to do that so I've got that like if I want to teach people from scratch, but I don't know yet. Um, but I'd like to have like a bigger space and maybe have a couple of people working for me. Um, but I really want, want to get more into doing like events and things like that. Um, although I do worry about the pressure though, because I know it's like 
really strict, isn't it? I like to try it. But like you said earlier, right? You better to try it than think, oh, I wish I'd, I wish I'd tried it. I reckon yeah. you as well, you'd be fine. As long, as long as it's like gel, as long as it's not normal nail varnish, because I, I suck at normal nail varnish. <laughs> you go into another car and you've ruined it. <laughs> I need to practice more of it. <laughs> no, honestly, you'd be really good at that. And congratulations with the educators courses as well. That's really, really cool. Thank you. So hopefully, I think I've got like two more parts to do until it's done. Um, but so I'm hoping for the next... I know, a couple of months, so I'll, I'll finish it. <laughs> well, good luck with everything. I know you'll smash it. That's so, so good. And where's the best place for people to find you? Where are you most active? If people need more James in their life, where do they need to go? Um, so I'm mainly on Instagram. And that's just Ned um, in the Coffee and then it's underscore and that's by James. That's mainly where you're going to find me. Um, I occasionally pop up on Facebook, but very rarely. And occasionally float around on TikTok. <laughs> posting your video but that's still just nail and coffin as well <laughs> amazing thank you so much well, i'll pop your links in the show notes so everybody can go down have a scroll have a click and see all of your wonderful creations but thank you so much for your time and i wish you all the best going forward awesome thank you <laughs> no worries. bye thank you for listening everyone bye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I've popped all of James's links in the show notes so you can go and check out his TikTok and his Instagram and all the wonderful things that he does. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful to every single one of you who messages me to tell me that you find this podcast helpful, that you tune in every week, that it lifts your mood and motivates you because that truly is my goal if you could please please leave the podcast a review that would mean the world and if you enjoy this episode please share it to your stories on instagram and tag us again thank you so much remember if you're a nail tech and you want help building and growing your business your skills or your confidence you can get more from me right now at www.clogasmic.com just pop your email in on that page to join our email list for free and you will get a free email from me every single day with tips tricks advice and all the hottest nail news remember as well if you want to attend professional beauty the links are in the show notes you will have the best time thank you so much for listening guys and i'll catch you next time